Hello, everybody. How the heck are you on this great Sunday afternoon? And not, and this year, hopefully, we're not going to be uh, preempted like we were last week. Remember with all the bad weather and such like that? So let's see. Last week, I had a whole 35 minutes of... Uh, uh, talk time. So hopefully we got a lot more time. So you guys got your questions. Hopefully you're all set. That'll be good. And we got somebody new. Well, new, old, 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 new. <laughs> wait, wait. You're uh, using the uh, word old yeah. way too many times, Katie. There we go. Somebody <laughs> that used to be around and is back around again. And then so I would tickle pink to see that he's on the other side of the glass. Carly's off this weekend. But we got Rob on the other side. Hey, Rob. You got uh, the email saying Rob was going to be here. And you thought, who the heck is uh, that's, Rob? No, that's exactly, exactly. And I, now what? But it has has been 15 years since we yes, worked together. Yes, so. it, it, that's a long time. We used to do the Ian and Marjorie show yes. with, uh, with them. And yes, so, ma'am. yeah, and, and I've been here 17 years uh, now. Uh, this this year was 17 years. And so that's why we, I've known him for a long time. And I was just telling Ann that you came to my surprise 48th birthday party. You drove out to beautiful Hugo. I don't know if you remember that. I have a faint recollection. Yeah, you came, you showed up and I was my, I was just dumbfounded. That you took the time to come all the way out to Hugo, being that you're a city uh, city guy, because <laughs> everybody says you know thinks Duluth, uh, Hugo is like close to Duluth, <laughs> and so that's why I was so surprised uh, on that. And so that was it's so good to see you on the other side of the glass set that you're actually working this show. So thank you, thank you. I'm happy so, to help out. Yeah, we'll just well, hopefully hopefully you'll want to come back. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> uh, somebody said that this, you got so many. Um, being a, what you do over there on your side, the producer, you got a lot of hats, a lot of hats to wear over a there. A lot of moving parts. There, oh, there you go. That's a good way. But anyway, so hopefully you guys got a, got a great questions for me. So anyway, also too now reminder: uh, August seventeenth, Saturday. Stomp out suicide, and that's going to be uh, the run walk, and that's going to be up in Wyoming, not the state, the the city of Wyoming. And I, every year I've been a part of it. And if you want to register to be part of it, to do the run walk and get a shirt and stuff like that, go to stompoutsuicide.org. I'm going to be there for Nutris with Nutrisource, and I'm the I'm the water gal for the dogs. Well, and some people get water from me too. I have five gallon uh, jugs because I don't believe in dogs sharing water buckets because if one dog is sick, everybody's going to be sick. So that's why we have the water jugs and with little bowls that you can, um, you know, give your dog water or you can fill up your jug because it's not like I use water from the pond. <laughs> so anyway, so hopefully Saturday, August 17th, it starts at nine, I think it's eight in the morning. And uh, that you can come on out. And, and then also there could be free samples of Nutrisource. And I've got some, uh, oh gosh, now I can't remember her name. I can't remember who's, oh, anyway, I'll, re- I'll remember it next week. But so hopefully I've got some, you know, some people helping out, uh, handing out bags and bandanas. There's free bandanas that say Stomp Out Suicide and a Nutrisource logo on it. Last year we had a hundred of them and we went, bro, went through those ex- really too fast. <laughs> so this year we got 250 bana- bananas, bandanas. <laughs> so uh, hopefully we're going to have a grand time. So that's Saturday. August 17th and that's going to be go register you can go to stompoutsuicide.org if you want to donate to stompoutsuicide.org that's a place to go if you have if you want to donate a silent auction item go to that and so hopefully like I say with with all of us we'll help it and obviously what was in the news 
yesterday where we had two massive shootings and uh you know i'm not a political type person but i just want to send condolences out to anybody that may have known anybody that was in that and the thing is folks it's not the problem isn't the guns it's the people behind them and so mental illness uh, and that hence stop on suicide you know is a prevalent thing in a society and we we need to get the ducks in the right places to help all these people that are having you know some problems and then that's the, that's the big thing so anyway so okay so hopefully you got some great Great uh, questions for me. And if if you don't have any, then I'm sure Rob does. Rob can ask all kinds of questions. <laughs> Rob's like, what? <laughs> you know, I haven't had a pet since I was a kid. Well, that's okay. Uh, you could just, you could drum them up. You know, if anything, you've got the computer on that side. You could just quick, you know, Google in. <laughs> what questions, uh, what, a dog question should I ask Katie? <laughs> but, what, what are the most popular questions that you get? Well, it used to be potty training. You know, that was my number one, you know, question that I got asked. Uh, and now it's more or less allergies, you know, about dogs itching and such like that. And then obviously, uh, as far as behavioral jumping, that's a, that's a huge one. So so if you want to give a call, 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071, and Rob will be answering the phone. So have mercy on him, folks. This is his first time, you know, doing the show. So sometimes the phones get a little bit crazy. And so you got to just hang in there. Now, today, what I want to address is people that have hyperactive dogs. All right, hyperactive dogs. The big thing is is that people think when they got a high energy dog, they need to run them and run them and run them and run them and run them to 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 uh, you know get them tired. Folks, remember, all you're doing is building an athlete. You're not, you know, what used to took a half hour to tucker them, then it takes an hour, then it takes two hours. And then if you got that dog, especially labs or retrievers that will retrieve and retrieve and retrieve. That's the wrong thing to do. You're creating more hypersensitiveness. And so what you got to do when you get a high energy dog, there's different things that you need to do to help this dog learn how to find their Zen, their center, so that they are not just a hyperactive mess. And so that's what we're going to talk about today in and out uh, of the calls and such like that as far as what to do. Because some of the hyper, what we call hyper arousal, Obviously, hyperactiveness, destructiveness, panting, always panting, okay, facial grimace, unable to focus, all right, scratching, uh, snatching treats. You know, when a dog takes the treat, like it takes your fingers too, believe it or not, that's hyper arousal. Mounting, if they're mounting you, dogs, things, whatever type thing. Um, and then we've got constantly jumping and, and mouthing you. All right, and excessive friendliness. These are all hyper arousal where the dog is out of control and over the edge, and you've got to learn how to work with that personality and help that dog get better. And only you can do that. And believe it or not, 10 to 1, you cause the problem. Uh, let's say the dog brought the ball to you and drops it in your lap, throw it. What do you do? You throw it. All right, a uh, dog comes up and stands in your lap. What do you do? Uh, what? What do you want? Do you want to do this? you want to do that? The dog isn't running the show, folks. You are, all right? And everybody wants to see the dog run and, oh, look at him, go get the ball. But what you want, and first thing with the ball fetching or toy fetching, whatever they're fetching, sometimes you throw it once and stop. Sometimes you throw it twice and stop. Sometimes you throw it three times and stop. Never more than three times. And also, too, what people don't realize 
Yes, the dog will do it, but then what you're doing is you're starting to create a uh, a mess where you get a dog that is just, you know, throw it again, throw it again, throw it again, throw it again. So what happens is that what you want to do is if your dog is ball crazy right now, put the ball away for six months and you're going to have them fetch other things. And once again, that's it once and stop. But the whole thing is don't keep going on and on and feed that frenzy because then you're creating even a worse mess that spills over to other things, jumping, mouthing, you know, just uh, uh, destructive behavior. You got to teach a dog how to calm down and look to you for directions so okay well let's take the first call yep this t- we got time for a first load let's run to the first call here yeah this is uh heather and heather has a puppy that eats lots of grass right heather all right hi heather yes can you, can you hear me you bet i can hear you now i can hear you now <laughs> okay what um, kind of pupper yeah i have a new i have a uh, it's a golden doodle okay and she like Every time she's outside, she just eats grass so a lot. Okay, and then and just, how old? She's nine months old. Nine months. Okay. What food are you feeding? Um, she does this TLC brand dog food. Okay. Um, that we order online. Okay. That are, Is that still a puppy uh, puppy food, or did you got her an adult? Um, she's still in the puppy version. Okay. Are you giving any uh, treats, raw chews, things like that? Um, not any raw chews, but we do, um, she, like, gets a vitamin, and then we do s- some cookies, like, or, I don't know, once in a while, like, and she gets, uh, What's um, cookie? what cookies? I'm doing training with her. Okay, what, what, what cookies? Um, th- th- there's a variety, like, sometimes it's old, like, Mother Hubbard or okay. something, and then, um, there's some other brands. Okay, so now when, when she eats grass, does she throw up afterwards, or does she just swallow it and everything move on? I think she just swallows it and moves on. Sometimes I see it in her excrement, but um, not always. I don't okay. know if she just, like, pulls it or yep. chews on it or just pulls it for fun. Okay, when a dog eats so like grass. Okay, when a dog eats grass, it's like eating a salad. They're low on their greens, all right? They need the chlorophyll okay. that that grass has. If a dog eats grass like crazy and then goes and throws up, that tells you that their digestive system is upside down and sideways. And so then you, you, okay. know, you need to change your food, change your treats, such like that. But the big thing is if the dog is eating a lot of grass, you also might want to start doing some probiotics and, and digestive enzymes uh, because they're lacking. Okay. Some dogs have the unca- uncanny ability to find what they're lacking. You know, hence if they eat grass or, you know, doing, uh, they, you don't have enough good stuff in their diet to have a well-rounded diet, all right? Okay. And so that's why, like I say, but if, uh, so yeah, yeah, but the big thing, make sure that the dog doesn't eat grass like at parks or places that you don't know what they've sprayed on it. Right. Because that's yeah. that's a huge problem there but so that's yeah. what it is so yeah if your dog eats grass the big thing is is that you know don't if as long as you're not throwing it up then that would say diet change but otherwise it's just that you know he needs the, the greens all right so do i just get like a probiotic at a you know like a truck and downs or something like that yeah i use like- i get all my stuff at animalessentials.com or vitalplanet.com. Okay. Those are the two places that I get it. And then also, uh, and then do you, uh, you, do you at just nine months. In the food? Or like, is it a pill? Or no, it's powder. It's usually powder. And then what you just do is put it in with uh, a little bit of canned pumpkin, a little bit of plain yogurt. All right. Okay. And then also, too, uh, I would get her off the puppy food and just get her on a regular adult recipe. Most dogs don't need when you get better products, don't need it after six months. Just an adult recipe will be fine. Okay. Uh, what you call it a dome? An adult, an adult. Oh, adult. Adult recipe. (laughs) All right. Okay, sorry. All right. You just get, yeah, just, you you betcha. Have a good day. 
All right, thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, folks. Okay, here comes the t- here comes the dad's joke. We we do dad jokes here, okay, kiddo? So we're gonna do a dad joke. You ready for this? Okay. Okay. I think. What yeah, well you're gonna have to answer it when we come back. What does a hen do when she goes grocery shopping? Alrighty then. Yes. Thank you for saying stay tuned to sharing your afternoon, Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate that. And as we always uh, comment in summer, I'm during drive cabin drive time during the summer, which I totally love. Okay, what does a hen do when she goes grocery shopping? And my girlfriend Ann is here in the studio, so we'll see. Ann, you got anything? No. Well, yeah, I got you down. Okay, <laughs> nothing. Nothing. All right. Hey, d- Rob, you want to take a gander at that? What does a hen do when she goes grocery shopping? She uses the uh, express lane because she's got fewer than six items. <laughs> I'm- <laughs> that could be an answer. That could be. Right? That sure could be. Okay, you ready for this? This is what the, what they have though. She makes a list and chicks it twice. Uh, chicks it twice. That's a dad joke, already. Right. You got it. <laughs> that's what we're here for. So anyway, okay, who's up next there, Mr. Rob? We have uh, John, and he's got uh, a young golden retriever with, well, let's just say digestive issues. Right, All John? Right. All right. Hi, John. You there? Go ahead, John. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I just had a question about our six-month golden retriever. Okay. Um, it seems like she has developed uh, digestive problems, as you said, about every 10 days since we've um, gotten her. All right. And what um, do you mean by that? What's uh, What's going on? She's developed. Um, diarrhea and that usually lasts for a couple days All right um, and we've we've tried a couple things we, we took her to the vet um, and they gave us the special IV food yeah um, and they also took a sample and, and didn't find anything um, we've yep. tried a little pumpkin and that seems to help but everything kind of circles back and she starts to develop it again mm-hmm. um, all right so what uh, first of all what food are you feeding so um, because the breeder, uh, I guess, had started to give her this, we most often have done I'ms smart puppy, but we're currently transitioning her to uh, Nutrisource large breed puppy chicken and rice. Okay, and how old is she? Uh, she's just about six months. Six months, okay. Technically, she could really just go into a regular adult recipe. She's fine. For Nutrisource? Uh, yep. Yeah, you just okay. do the, the, the Nutrisource, uh, their teal bag. It's, it's their adult maintenance, and then they also have beef and rice and, and lamb and rice, but that's down the road, okay? Okay, okay. so you're transitioning, and how long is, uh, how, are you into the total Nutrisource yet? No, no. Okay, because, yeah, that would be the first thing I would have said, change that food, all right? Okay, okay. the next the next thing, though, how much, did you buy a big bag of that Nutrisource, the puppy? Um, not, not a huge bag, Okay, no. yeah, because that's what I would, uh, if you, uh, sometimes you can take it back and say, you know what, I need to exchange this for the adult, and they will take. What do you buy it? Uh, chucking down. Okay, yeah, they yeah. probably they would probably take it back for you. But anyway, so the thing is, is that because the 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 puppy large breed and the adult maintenance is is basically about the same. So you're you're fine. Just feed it out, but then the next bag is going to be the the uh, the adult, you know, maintenance. But anyway, okay, back. Okay, now what what kind of chews? What do you have? Does she do you use any treats? What kind of chews? What stuff do you use? So uh, we've just been using food for treats trainings, things like, like that. What kind um, of food? Uh, that would be the I'm's Smart Puppy. Okay, um, and so okay, let's get, let's get rid of that. Okay, what's the next thing? So uh, for toys, um, she's done uh, her Kong. We have a couple rope toys. Um, we've we've used Nylabone, but we tend to take those away when they look like they're 
breaking apart. Okay, no, we want to get rid of those. And the reason, if you read the, the uh, this gets me, but anyway, uh, if you read the when you, uh, and, uh, any Nylar toy, any of them, right, it says on there in real small letters, do not digest. Well, okay. hello, what happens when a dog chews on something? You know, they scrape off it and they swallow it correctly. And so what they're basically eating is plastic. And so that could screw up the, the digestive system. So like, it's like you drinking a, a, a bottle of Pepsi, you know, uh, you know, a plastic bottle of Pepsi. And after you get done, you start chewing on it. <laughs> okay. Sure. Okay. So we want, we want to get rid of that. Okay. Now, what else you got going in? Um, you know, once in a while, uh, she'll have a couple ice cubes. Okay, good. Um, and then beyond that, that's okay. That's really been it. Um, okay. She, she's lost a ton of teeth in the last couple of weeks. I oh, don't yeah. know. Okay. Yeah, but at her age, well, six months, uh, because they usually lose their, most of their teeth between four and a half and five and a half months. That's when the majority of their teeth leave. All right, so, and that that can cause stress on their system also. So, but anyway, so what you're going to do here is that, uh, okay, you were saying the Imes treats, you want to nick those, and then I would try some freeze-dried treats. Uh, Nutrisource has some great freeze-dried treats, or their new jerky. You can ma- break them into real small pieces, and so it's just it's just meat, vinegar, and and pumpkin. All right. And so I would try the Nutrisource. They've got several different ones to choose from and just break them up to small place, pieces for like training. Or you could try using green beans, green peas, you know, other things like that instead of that. OK, so. Okay. What, so you uh, but then also down, you're going to transition over to the food, throw the nylar bowls. And then what I would also do, give her how many pounds is she? She's about 35 pounds. OK, I would uh, start giving her at least a tablespoon to two tablespoons of canned pumpkin a day. For a while, and then also, do you use extra virgin coconut oil at all? Uh, we do not. Okay, because what uh, extra virgin coconut oil does, it takes out inflammation in the gut system, and so uh, I would strongly suggest that you get some. And then, if we, it's one tea, you build slowly to one teaspoon per ten pounds of body weight. All right, one teaspoon, not a heaping teaspoon, just a teaspoon. All right. Okay. And so then, and you're going to do it, take at least two weeks, two and a half weeks to build into what you need. Because, like I say, that will give them the runs if you do it too fast, right? Okay. But see, that's going to take out inflammation in her gut system because it sounds like she might have a little bit of an IBS, irritable bowel syndrome going on. And so that's why. And then also, you need some probiotic and some digestive enzymes. Are you there? Yep. All right. And th- that's what I would start out this day. If this was my dog, this is what I would do. So like, you know, um, a tablespoon to two tablespoons of a canned pumpkin a day. Or you, know, you could bake some sweet potatoes and peel them. And then okay. give her a couple slices of that, you know, with her dinner. Because what it, those it puts more fiber into their gut system. And so then that keeps things. Um, uh, canned pumpkin or, or sweet potatoes are a miracle. Because if they got the runs, it stops that and if they can't go it gets them going <laughs> it's a miracle is what it is so and with that so just stay with that and uh and being that you've had a tested for parasites or you, you know it's not parasites then i would just say there's inflammation and it's come probably from the food that you've been feeding and some of the treats and such like that so that's what i would that's what i would start doing all right well, great. Thank you so much. Okay, and yeah, get her over to get her over as as fast as you can, you know, into the the Nutrisource uh, line and then uh and then get off the in the other one, all right? Okay. Great. Okay. Thank you well, very good. much. Yeah, and if you got any other questions, just give me a holler up at Katie's Canines, okay? Great. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.
All right. Let's see. From what part of Canada do Labrador dogs... That would be me, KGDK9. All right, bring that down so we can answer the trivia question. From what part of Canada do Labrador's Labrador dogs come from? Do you have any idea there, Mr. Rob? Uh, how about Nova Scotia? All right, close but no cigar. How about yourself, Annie? Annie? Nope. I didn't know that much about your Canada. All right, believe it or not, and I was surprised on this one, too, Newfoundland. Oh, that would have oh. been my second guess. Yeah, there you go. See, you're close. I told you. <laughs> so, yeah, the Labrador dogs come from Newfoundland. Newfoundland, and that even because everybody know is familiar with a Newfie, a Newfoundland. Uh, that's a breed, you know. That's a fisher that used to help the fishermen. So it's pretty good. All right, there we go. So much. We're always learning something here in the KDK Nine Show. <laughs> I appreciate you sharing your afternoon with me. And let's head for the phone lines. All right, we have uh, Leanne. Are you there, Leanne? Hi, Leanne. Are you holding about yeah, your question right regarding your Yorkie being allergic to fragrances? Maybe. Are you there? Hello. Yep. Hello. I have a I have a Yorkie Pooh who's a rescue. Okay. And she's five years old. I've had her for a couple of years, and she came to me always itching. I okay. have a basically fragrance-free environment mm-hmm. where she is in my apartment. But right. when I get her over to a friend of mine who loves a lot of fragrances, she's itching like crazy. Mm-hmm. However, there's more to the story. All right. However, we're all ears. Not to say she doesn't itch when she's in my environment. She does, mm-hmm. but not as much. And she was doing it so much on her neck that I finally took off her. She's got one of those wide kind of harness collars. Yep. And I took took it off and just let her breathe for a while, and it was kind of red there. When I first got her and took her to the bed, he told me she's got a lot of allergies, put her on that medication, starts with an A. And all my friends on Facebook had these negative things to say about it, and I didn't want to get her started. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Okay. The big thing is is that, yeah, when you got a, a fat collars or fat harnesses and you let the dog wear it all the time, and some of them are neoprene and such like that, you know, and, and uh, you know, different textures, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that that can be overheating. So they when they're in the house, they should just have just a regular, you know, regular collar. How many pounds is your Yorkie? She's only five pounds, but when I put her on a collar, she's chewing it. Oh, yeah. Of, yeah. Huh. And I shouldn't say a collar. Okay. I didn't have a collar on her. I had a harness collar because when I attach a leash to her, she refuses to accommodate a collar. Okay, yeah, but yeah, that's just learning. She has to learn. If you want her to get acclimated to a collar, you just you know put the collar on, and she's going to itch and roll and such like that because it's a new feeling. It's like a person never having uh, rings on, and then they go get married, and they get that ring on their finger, and all of a sudden they're yeah. twisted and turned, and it feels goofy. And then all of a sudden, you know, after you know a week or so, you don't even know you got it on. And so, but anyway, but so yeah, so be aware of that so that the neck can get some air so that you know okay. it doesn't stifle it. Okay, uh, if the dog seems to be itchy, what kind of diet do you have her on? What what kind of food? I have her on Beneful. Beneful grain-free. She was on it when I got her, and I've never taken her off. I've had a lot of other dogs. I've had Westies. You know what they're like. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I hated to change much of anything. I'm very picky about what I give her. And then she gets a treat, well, not treats really, a CET enzymatic. Uh, I get it at the vet. It's very expensive. Uh, chew. Mm-hmm. Okay. For oil height, oral hygiene, and she gets um, little. Down- 
And guess what? Are you there? Hello? Hello, Leanne, are you there? Okay, Rob. What? Yeah, Rob, we lost Rob, we lost Leanne. Okay, so I guess ho- we'll, hopefully she ahead. will call. Tell Leanne, please call back. So if Leanne uh, calls back, put you know, put her, we'll power her up after we get done. Okay. 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 So let's uh, Leanne call back because we lost you. I don't know what happened. Let's go to the next caller, and then we, when Leanne calls back, we'll go back to Leanne. Who's up next? Okay, uh, if Ben is there, he has a question about his dog not getting along with the neighbors. Is that right, Ben? Yep. All right, Ben, fire away. What's going on? So I have a dog and my neighbor has a dog. Both dogs have no problem getting along with other dogs, but for some reason we cannot get them to get along with each other. Okay, what kind of dogs are you talking about? Uh, my dog is mostly the Senji, and my neighbor's dog is mostly a Terrier. They're both about 30 pounds. Okay. And then I bet they male, female, two males, two females? Uh, the My dog is a male and the other dog is a female. Okay. And so what happens when they get to get, get together? Well, if both are out in the backyard, we've got about a five-foot privacy fence um, that's wood, and they'll both go nuts uh, barking at each other. But if they're in the same place, um, they will kind of ignore each other. Um, the terrier will act kind of timid and will try and hide. Right. Um, and um, the Bifengi will uh, try to play, be like kind of loud and barking um, to try to get her to play. But for the most part, we just cannot get them to get along. Okay, well, that, but that doesn't, they're not taking each other out, are they? They just not. No, no, no. They're not. They're okay. not hurting each other. They won't attack each other. Right. But um, yeah. Okay. But yeah. So, but, the, but what's happening then is that you know, just like with some people, you know, some people you meet, you just don't want to go play with. It's just kind of like you know, go move to someplace else. I just don't want to play with you. My guess is that if the terrier is acting shy, that the Basenji is too busy a personality and she doesn't care for it. All right, and that's why she doesn't want to interact. So what you might want to do is put the Basenji on a leash and let the terrier be free, so she can go wherever she is. Now, I hope I got this right. Is the terrier? Is a she? Yes. Okay. So then she can go where she wants, and the Basenji cannot torment her, you know, and bug her, like, and push her, like, come on, come on, let's play, come on, let's play. You know, you've got the Basenji under, you know, control. So then, and the more that the, the terrier doesn't have to worry about the dog, you know, pushing at her to play. She might take the time to slowly warm up. Now, this may take a month. It may take two months. They, you might, they might be able to play for just a little bit, and then the terrier said, "Okay, I've had enough," and then take off. Right? And say, "Yep, I'm done with this busyness. I don't want this." Because almost every Basenji I know is is a dynamite in a in a package, and they're also a cat in a dog's body. And so that's what. <laughs> so what you want to do is like, it's make it be a pleasing thing for the terrier, and the terrier doesn't have to, you know, put up the guard saying, "I don't want to play." And so that's what it screams to me that you know, be, I thought they were like trying to like okay i don't like your face let me take it off <laughs> so that's why if they if there's just that they don't want to interact but senji does and the terrier doesn't you've got to respect that and so that's why when you're when you're together like i say have the basenji um on a leash and then and let the terrier go and do his business you know like be wherever it wants to be don't force them to become friends i would go for walks together where you're going parallel you know and then be able to walk next to each other and where there's more time that they get to kind of warm up and get to know each other is what it is but like i said there's uh, there's some people like uh, a lot of people don't like me because i got the wall factor they're like can you just calm down you know they they you know uh, uh, i drive people over the edge <laughs> and so that's why you gotta gotta respect that and just d- just dabble in it and then it should come around eventually okay great thanks so much I'll okay absolutely try that all right take care good to have a good day bye-bye 
All right, where are we at there, Mr. Ben? I think Mr. we have. Ben. That was Mr. Ben. Uh, I think we have Leanne back. All right, well, yay, Leanne. Okay, Leanne. Yeah, I'm here. There you go. We don't know where you went, but you went someplace. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so the first of all, what you have to do, ma'am, I'm sorry, but you have to get off that food. All right. And so you have to get out of out a better uh, diet. And I, of course, okay. I, I love Nutrisource products from Perm, Minnesota. I would rotate into maybe their beef and rice, or maybe their lamb okay. and rice is what I would r- rotate over into. Now tell me again, it's called what? It's called Nutrisource. N U T R I Source. S-O-U-R-C-E. Okay. If you go to NutrisourcePetFoods dot com, you can see all the what they've got. Now, how many pounds is your dog? Five. About five. Okay, now what is really cool, they just came out with some new recipes of small bites where the food is very small for the dainty mouse. Mm-hmm. So that's what you want to do is get one of their Nutrisource small bites recipes, all right? They got, okay. I think, four new ones and just rotate it in. But uh, mm-hmm. and if uh, what you want to do... Because there, if if you ever if you got time, if you're an online person, you can go to Perina Beneful lawsuit and read up, and then mm-hmm. you'll understand why I'm where I'm coming from. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. So the thing is, is that, <laughs> good. yeah. So, so anyway, so you can check into that if you want. It's out there. Okay. But then, so change the food and then, uh, the snacks. You want just green peas, green beans, cauliflower, canned pumpkin. That's what you want. Just natural stuff. You don't want anything else in there. All right. Also, too, you're going to add some omega threes and sixes. That also causes, uh, itching. Uh, if they're, if they're low in omega threes and sixes, I use marine plankton. Marine plankton. You can get that online. Also, you want to get her on a good probiotic and a digestive enzyme. Oh, my goodness. Okay, that's what you're going to get because you got to fix her from the inside out is what you got to do. Mm-hmm. All right? And so, like I said, most of the, I use animalessentials.com is one of my favorite. Their probiotic and digestive enzyme is all in one. It's a powder. It tells you on the outside what to, how much to put. I, I do, oh. when a dog is broke, I usually, what I do is I build to what they need, you know, what it says on the, uh, for their poundage, and then I double it is what I do. And for at least a eight weeks, I double it. and a digestive enzyme. Yep. For dogs. Yep. And like I say, animalessentials.com. Okay, and then, uh, but that, that's because, like I said, you need you got to figure the, the, why the itching and why the more reactive. Why don't you hold on? We'll come back and we'll discuss this a little bit further. Okay, so don't hang up. Okay, we'll, we'll come back. Okay, the the dog. We're doing a dad joke. You ready now, Rob? All right, here we go. Why did the grizzly tell the same story over? Alrighty then, thanks for tuning in. I greatly appreciate you. I'm here every Sunday from 4 to 6, answering your canine questions and occasional feline questions. So, the big dad joke question is, why did the grizzly bear tell the same story over and over? Rob, do you have any idea? (laughs) Clueless. Clueless. And? Clueless. (laughs) All right. Because it bears repeating. Of course it does. <laughs> I was trying to help you, Ann, but no, light was on, nobody was home. <laughs> so anyway. Okay, let's run to the telephone again. Where were we at? Okay, I think, uh, Fred, are you there? <coughs> Hello, Fred? Are you Fred? Hi, Fred. Fred has yeah, a... Hi, how are you doing? Good, good. So what's going on? So I have a shepherd. She's five. We bred her when she was three. Um... We couldn't breed her normally. The dog, uh, they just didn't get along, apparently. We had to do a side-by-side with them. Okay. 
Um, so we brought that same dog back over two years after that because it took a toll on her. Right. Um, two years later, we tried again, and we'd wait until, like, you know, one of the fifth day or whatever. She'd been in heat. No luck, no luck. We tried to do a side-by-side last um, fall. Um, no luck. The side-by-side did not work. The dog doesn't like that treatment at all. Uh-huh. The male dog um, tried to bite the face off the lady. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so now with the dog just turned five, or our dog just turned five, and my mm-hmm. wife is wondering if, if she is too old to try to have another litter. She would like to try to get a female pup out of her. So she's had, she's had, she did have one litter? One litter of five pups, yeah. And when was, and how old is she when she had that? Three. Three, okay, yeah. You can, yeah, you can. Uh, you got to remember, you know, this is like, you remember dogs are seven years after us, so she's five. She's actually 35, right? Right, that's so, how my wife thought maybe it was too old. Yeah, and so it's, you know, it's a catch-22. But see, now, see, the standing heat, when a female goes into to heat, okay, they, they are in standing heat 10th to the 12th day. Uh, after stay when the bleeding stops and when you touch yep. their tail, their tail goes to the side. Now they're in standing heat. You had said like five days and it didn't take, you know, into it. No, it has to be like, like 10 to 12. Some dogs is even 15th day into it. They go into standing heat. So. Yeah, she wouldn't, we had it every day. It would be over every day for two, three, four, five hours. <laughs> locked in a garage. No luck up to like six days in. And then we tried, okay, it's almost too late now. We better try to do a side by side. Uh-huh. And that didn't take. So yeah. she, my wife figured they were just friends. Yeah. Um, I said, well, the dogs don't work like that, dear. No, they don't um, work. I wonder yeah. if we should maybe try no, a different but, dog. What, what, what the big thi- male. Well, no, the big thing is, is that if she's not in standing heat, it's not going to happen. She has okay. to be in standing heat. And that's usually from the day, the first day they start ble- uh, bleeding, you count out yep. 12 days or 10 to 12 okay. days. And then okay. the, the, they're receptive to the to the male. All right. And so whether, right. you know, yeah, that, yeah, like you said, yeah, it's not, doesn't work. If it's something's in heat, that male's on it, you know, right. if they know what they're doing. So, but then also too, though, what you got to think about now, let's say she has 10 pups. You got homes for those 10 pups? Oh yeah. We have no problem. I mean, she, she's a wonderful dog and the dogs that we're trying to breed with are fabulous dogs as well. We had no trouble. I mean, they were gone. Before okay. they were even old enough. Okay. I just want to make sure because, like I say, we yeah. don't, don't want to breed for greed. We just want to breed to better no. the breed, okay? Right. Yeah, no, we didn't have any trouble. We also had their hips checked and their legs checked and okay. all that on both Good. our dog and the male. Okay, but like I say, just make sure that she's truly in standing heat before you put them two together. And that's why, okay. like I say, you rub the top of her tail, and if her tail goes to the side, you know, kind of like, all right, then she's in standing yep. heat. All right, because right. every dog is different on that. But we mark out that first day of when they start bleeding, and then count out accordingly. Okay. 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 Good luck. Thank you. You bet. Bye bye. All right. Yeah, get that breeding thing. I don't know, but yeah, well, hopefully they got a good line and they're better in the breed and not breeding for greed. So, what's up next, Rob? Uh, Sue is here with another pet with a digestive issue. Hi, right. Sue. Hi, Sue. Hi there. Okay. Hey, what's- I- Yep. I have a um, 11-year-old German Shepherd male, and about just around the calendar, every once in a while, maybe even six weeks to a month, he just he'll throw up a puddle of yellow on an empty stomach. And yep. if he has eaten anything, he'll throw up his undigested food. Even mm-hmm. he just kind of has a low time, like okay. a day, and then he'll be okay. 
Okay. What's going on, you think? Uh, when they throw up the bile, that's a foamy, greenish, yellowish stuff. Yeah. All right. Okay. What that is, is that some dogs, they can't go. If you feed them, like, um, let's say you feed them at uh, six in the morning and mm-hmm. you feed them at three in the afternoon. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now they have to go from three in the afternoon to six the next morning. Mm-hmm. It's more than 12 hours. And mm-hmm. some dogs, that can't happen. So what you because that emptiness will create them to throw up in their uh, that's just the, what for some reason their system is like that. So uh-huh. what you've got to try to not let the feeding be more than twelve hours apart. Uh, All right. Is that the case even if she's throwing if he throws up his food? Now that well, see, now that's the thing though is that okay now then you want to start documenting this stuff when it happens what he yeah. ate how fast he ate or whatever type thing. Okay. See the thing is is that if it's just bile then that's the the like I say with, with there's stomach uh is it's it's like okay like today i was coming into the thing uh to the radio show and i halfway in my stomach is ground it's like i forgot to grab a sandwich all right so then i'm just kind of you know like i'm i'm yawning and whatever so then but anyway so so that's the Mm -hmm. same thing with some dogs when their stomach hits that toilet because Mm -hmm. the food is relatively in their in their gut system in their stomach a fairly Mm -hmm. long time before it goes out because their digestive tract we have 30 what is it somebody said that is we have 30 feet of intestines where Mm -hmm. a dog has three to four feet of intestines all right mm-hmm. and so when it chooses to leave the stomach it's out that's why some people can't understand is how they can uh, eat, how, how the food seems like it just went in is not out but it's actually been in there for 12 hours because <laughs> right. it takes a while for it to, to break down so i guess what i would do is start documenting otherwise if he seems healthy you know if he's yep. running he's got the energy level and everything like that yep. start marking the times you feed them and then mm-hmm. when when something does come up look back on your chart and then mm-hmm. see what then and then find out you no know, the time that he threw up the food. Okay, what else was going on that day? Was was he act more active that day? Okay. Uh, did somebody give him something that normally doesn't get? You know, just you just got to start writing things down so you can find out what's going on here. Do you have? Okay, that's really helpful. Do you? Um, every now and then, he also um, will get uh, like diarrhea too. And I, you know, is that just? We tried to document, like, is he excited at it? Okay, but then sometimes... Blah, blah, blah. Is, that a, is that a different sometimes issue it, or any thoughts about well, that? Well, as long as you know they're parasite-free, okay, you got to uh-huh. make sure that. Then sometimes yep. they can have IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, and so that mm-hmm. it can be sporadic. And so that's mm-hmm. why digestive enzymes, probiotics, and then extraversion coconut oil. Extraversion coconut oil settles, the, it, it, it takes the inflammation out of the digestive tract. It's good for humans, and whether that has IBS of any kind, and it's good for dogs. And so that, like but you, a, have to, you have to build a, very slowly to that, though. What? Like a tablespoon? Of, no, it's one teaspoon um, per 10 pounds of body weight. And you build like over a two, two and a half weeks to what you, de- you need for the poundage of your dog. The maximum oh, is wow. three tablespoons. That's the maximum per day. I wouldn't give a that all in a day. Yeah, extra version coconut oil. All right. Okay. And so great. that's and that that should you know help with that. And then also, like I said, I would look in what food do you feed. Um, he has access to crunchy um, imes all the time, and then his canned food is twice a day. Or it's 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 uh, nothing impressive. Um, like Elpo or something like that. <laughs> okay, we need to change that diet. You're you're asking for everything. What you're what you're dealing with? Really? You bet. Okay. You're you're on the very low low grade. And
And so I there again go to Nutrisource. There's no reason to feed canned food unless you're giving meds and such like that. You give set feeding times once in the morning, once at night. Do not leave food out all the time because as even though you're not seeing anything go wrong, that's becoming rancid and stale. And so that's why the uh, dogs just barely seldom pick. And then when you put new food in there, they're like, "Give me that!" Because yeah. now it's it's fresh. It's not rancid and stale. So you want to give set feeding times once in the morning, once at night, uh, yeah. and then uh, the can. There's no if you want to do canned, then pick some of the Nutrisource. But the dog does not need canned. I never feed dry food dry. Um, uh, uh, what I do is I put the food that I'm, let's say it's a cup of dog food, put it in the bowl, put hot tap water on until it floats nicely, put it aside, oh. wait till all the water is gone and is absorbed into the food, fluff it with a fork and, and feel it. And if it's all soft, now feed it to the dog. Now the dog doesn't have to break it down, you know, mm-hmm. and rehydrate it with the fluids that they've got. Now it's, mm-hmm. it's easier for them to digest and it's easier for them to extract the good stuff out of it and so like i said if you want to do canned food every once in a while that's fine but get good yeah, that's then, all he's interested in really he oh yeah like the crunchy stuff well, yeah, but you know why is be, we know because you <laughs> oh. leave it out during the day and it's gotten spoiled and it's it's stale he's not when it comes out of the can it's fresh it's like give me that yeah. <laughs> so if you start rehydrating the food you know, and then put your supplements in it or whatever type of thing. The yeah. dog, you're going to eliminate what the digestive disorder is that you're going through right now. Okay. And you're okay. making it easier for his system to absorb, not break down that dry food. Many dogs have trouble breaking down that dry food. They weren't meant to eat dry food, you know, processed mm-hmm. food. They were meant to eat meat and bones and, mm-hmm. and flesh and stuff. And so then okay. here we just give them this cracker, you know, these crackers. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they got to go drink a buttload of water to rehydrate that. So so that's why I would change how you feed, what you feed, and then, like I say, the uh, probiotic digestive enzyme for a while to calm everything down, that yeah, extra virgin coconut oil. And then, but do everything slow because you you don't want to create more problems, right? All right. Okay. Okay. Where are we at? We're almost up to the top of the hour here. We can uh, get a quick question in from Mary, if uh, Mary's still here. Okay. Mary, are you there? Hi, Mary. Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hi, hi. What's up? Hi. Well, I think you just answered my question just in the second to the last sentence you were saying (laughs) to the other person who called in. I have a rescue dog. Um, they said that she's probably a mix between a blue tick coon hound and a dachshund because she has the markings of a blue tick. Oh, cool. But the, she's pretty big as a dachshund. She's like 22 pounds. Yep. Um, she's a hunter, mm-hmm. and she always has been. The first time she went down a rabbit hole, pulled out a bunny, and right. ate it yeah. um, whole and killed it, ate it, and that was fine. So I, um, my vet has her on preventative um, parasite control. All year round. No, don't be doing that. that no, that's gonna you're screw up your dog's gut system. They are not meant to be de. They were not meant to be dewormed. You know, on a twenty four or you know year round, because that's gonna mess oh. up their digestive system. And it's just it, the only time a dog needs to be dewormed is if they got if you tested their stool and they have to have then they got worms. Then deworm them, but not on a, if the worms become desensitized to it, and the digestive system goes into tailspin because they're not meant to do that. Do you want to hold on so we can talk about this after the break? Sure. Hold on. Okay, don't dump Mary there, there, Rob. Keep Mary on the line, all right? Okay, what fish spends more... Wait a minute. Let's see. What bird never needs to drink fresh water? What birds never need to drink fresh water? We'll be back. Hey! 